What's up, guys? I'm glad you're here. My name is Drake, and you're listening to the Double Click Podcast by Holy Hill Media. Today, I'm joined with Malachi Griner. You may know him as Reverse 2K. This guy is a Defiance native, and he's been killing it in an industry that hasn't always been respected or acknowledged as legit. But that didn't stop him from earning $96,000 as a 16-year-old. That same year, he qualified for the World Cup, where he competed against the top 100 players in the world. His career earnings are around $400,000. Yes, you heard that right, $400,000. And uh, you might have guessed by now, he plays video games. To top it off, Malachi now owns a real estate business with multiple Airbnbs in El Paso, Texas, and is getting ready to launch a clothing line. This guy's getting after it. So let's welcome Malachi Griner, a.k.a. Reverse 2K, to the podcast. Malachi Griner, you are now 22 years old. Yeah. 22 years old, a.k.a. Reverse 2K. How'd you get the name, man? So back when I was like playing Call of Duty, like when I was six, seven, I always kept on like getting to the lobbies where like people, like the good people were just had simplistic names, just like, you know, something simple, clean, whatever. So I was like, I might as well pick reverse. I was going to pick rewind, but reverse sounds better. So I was like, all right, I pick reverse. And then the 2K came from uh, one of my, uh, when I used to look up to, I, there's a game called Counter-Strike. There's a pro called Stewie 2K. And um, I looked it up at him a lot because he did some pretty unique plays and made a name for himself like that. So I just slapped it on the end of it. Reverse so. 2K. So it was almost rewind 2K. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. A little bit. That's crazy. So, man, how did you get into the video games, man? You know, before we started, you know, recording the podcast, you'd kind of mentioned growing up and you'd, you'd been around some rough stuff, drug exposure, and then took to gaming. Talk to us about that. Yeah. I mean, childhood was rough for sure. Living in the trailer park for years on end, you know, people fighting, families fighting and stuff like that. And then Honestly, my, my family just, uh, my dad, obviously, he's huge. I never wrote my, my real father, um, but my dad's always been my dad. Like, he's he's 100%. So He's good people. Yeah, he he, uh, he bought me this Xbox, me and my brother, uh, when we were like four or five, something like crazy young. And we just became addicted ever since. Like I said, probably unhealthy amount <laughs> during the young age. But um, over time, it just kept on going and going. And finally got into the PC world. And the PC world is obviously with the eSports. And we started competing. And then it just kind of fell into place. That's awesome, man. You know, there's a lot of... Uh I mean, there's there's still a huge controversial conversation about respecting the gaming industry as a professional, yeah. profitable, respectable <laughs> industry. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because, you know, <laughs> in a time when it's, it's still controversial, especially in the area you grew up in, Northwest Ohio, going to Sonora and come time you're 16 years old as a junior? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. So 16 years old as a junior when you made 86K. Yeah. First of all, what... What 16-year-old pulls an 86K? <laughs> what was it like, man, you know, in that in that, in that that time when you're like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm actually decent. I'm entering into a tournament, and, oh, crap, this, this is a chunk of money right here. What was that experience like for you? I wasn't even going to compete, to be honest. Uh, I went to my buddy's house. So it all started with Fortnite. Uh, okay. Fortnite popped off, whatever, everyone's still playing it. And I came to my buddy's house. Uh, Noah was his name. And every weekend they came over and played. Well, they played Fortnite, and I was like, this game's cartoonish. I don't really, <laughs> really like it. And the next thing you know, I hopped on. They convinced me to hop on one game, and it was like that. It was like, all right, I got to download this on my PC at home. I started gaming with that. And then juniors, uh, my junior summertime, uh, going to the senior year came about, 
and I was uh, I was kind of like forced. My family always like forced me into sports, so obviously to get off my you know yeah. whatever. Yeah, you could you could say it on this one, bro. Get <laughs> off your ass. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I played out for the baseball team, played summer league, but I got cut from the original team because I haven't okay. played for a few years. I've just been gaming. So I got cut from then, and then that summer, since I had a lot of free time, got cut. I was like, all right, I might as well just compete. So I competed in like this like one small tournament, um, got got some like in-game currency, but not. Then uh, the first ever tournament for real money got like 10K, 10K. And like the 10K was like, all right, this is some money, whatever. My dad didn't really believe me. He was like, okay, you won 10K, but where's the money at? I was like, it's coming, dad. Trust me. A few weeks go by, it's in the wired in, into the bank account. I was like, okay. And then the first big tournament that popped off was 86 grand. And it was just, you know, it was massive. Oh, so wait, you made 10K before you made 86. Yeah, oh. yeah. So the real money came in like 10K. It was like, okay, I can compete now. And then I just competed ever since and okay, 86. What was that conversation like after that money came in? What was your dad like, you know, in that conversation? Like, yo, man, here, this is the proof. Here's the money. <laughs> was he like, okay, do your thing? Yeah, so... uh um, after the money came in the 86 grand, there's a viral clip out there. I called my dad crying. I was like, yo, I just want 86 grand or whatever. Cause he was out, he was out, um, he was not even in the house. He was going to like a horse riding, whatever. And, um, I don't know. I just got off the phone and then, you know, I celebrated with my friends and stuff like that. And then after time, like summer came about, uh, summer ended, senior year came in, I went to the school and stuff like that. I was like, dad, you know, you know, all this money's coming in. I have a, I have a real shot at this. And uh, he just wanted to get my diploma. Like, at the end, you need the plan B. So that, that's pretty fair. So he let me, um, like I said, I got a lot of attention in high school. So he, he let me drop, not drop out, but took online classes. Yeah. To just focus more on gaming and stuff. And I still got my diploma. So Cool. So, Liz, you know, before we, we jumped on the podcast, you were telling me about, like, how weird high school was at one point when you started yeah. getting attention and, like, teachers are asking you for pictures. And then yeah. tell us a story about prom. <laughs> yeah, the prom, like I went to prom, whatever. And I, I was, a, I'm a very shy kid. Like this ain't even, I don't know how I like talk to, you know, hundreds of people a day, <laughs> but I went to prom and stuff. And I, would, I had no date, of course. I was just like with my buddies and stuff. And then our principal stops, asked for a photo. Everyone's asking for photos. Like, it's pretty cool and stuff. I was not even at the class. Like I, you know, I took online. I'm not even, you know, part of Tenor anymore, but everyone still knew me. They just took photos and stuff. It was a little weird, but it's yeah. cool at the end of the day. Cause I know them. What was it like, you know, I mean, you're a shy guy by nature, but then everybody's wanting your photo, everybody wants to talk to you, and you're also entertaining people, like, almost for a living. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, what's that like? Is it uncomfortable? Does it suck? Is it hard for you? For the first part, it was. Like, I always, like, in the back of my mind, it's like, okay, these people are watching me, whatnot. But I kind of, like, developed a mindset where they're not really, like, um, sometimes I think of not even as people. There's names popping up on the screen, just so like, whatever. <laughs> and that kind of gets me through some days, but... Um, I, after I did this for like six years now, so I'm kind of like a master at just talking to people. But it's easier to do it like in front of um, like a screen rather than like in a crowd, you know, like if you're on true. a stage and stuff. It's like whatever. But it was hard at first, but I got mastered. Yeah, man, that's that's it's cool, man, because it's all a process. And I think that, you know, people neglect to realize because it's a new industry, people neglect to realize everything that's involved, how somebody can develop in this industry and make a name for themselves and be successful. Yeah. What's it like growing as a gamer, though? Because, you know, it, it seems like you had a lot of practice, but were you naturally naturally good? And if not, did you practice? Did you do <laughs> drills? Like, what are you doing to get better? Um, just playing? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the, the main part is just playing. I mean, I'm really naturally, like, talented at video games. Okay. I mean, there was just times where, like, I can pick up almost any video game and pretty get, like, really good at it. Like, uh, give me two weeks and I'll be, you know close to the pros i would say and, and some of the shooters but honestly like people come to my chat be like hey how do you get better how do you improve like 
honestly, just play the game. Like, like you can go to a different person, like a different Twitch chatter, whatever streamer, and they'll tell you like these tips and tricks. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm not gonna give you shortcuts. I'm gonna be straight up honest. So you just gotta yeah. play the game, grind. Like you want, you gotta want it more than others. So yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And and when you when you, I guess the the, the hard part is like developing developing a work ethic that young, right? Because oh, yeah. like, are you playing for? Are you playing the dominant? Are you playing to have fun? And I think that's, yeah. I mean, what what's that like? Are you, I mean, do you get competitive? Do you get, I mean, oh. are you screaming with your friends when you're <laughs> online? Or what's going on? I'm too competitive. Okay. You can, we can play putt putt right outside. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll start putt screaming. Putt off, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm also like too hard on myself at sometimes too. Um, I don't really play for fun. Like there, there's a quote out there saying, if you're either good at video games or you're having fun, mm. you know? So Ooh. yeah, so it's like, you, you can't really have fun if you're competing that hard. For that, honestly, that prize money too. That's that's so true. I mean, there's people who are making a living, like feeding their families off this stuff. Yeah. So it's not a joke, man. And, you know, I think it's really cool because I don't know if a lot of people realize that you've had a lot of success, widely known in this industry, but you're also a successful entrepreneur. You have yeah. a real estate business. You're about to start a clothing line. There's a lot going on for you, man. When you won all that money up front and you know you're coming into the success notoriety was there anybody that sat you down and like hey let's talk about this because this is crazy <laughs> in terms of what like the money well, the money and and i guess the attention my father i would okay. say uh the money came in the attention came in obviously my father's been a you know day one for me he always talked me through like the hardships like i said you know i had success it's not all daisies and flowers you know yeah. i have had some very low times during my career but at the end of the day, my father's always been there for me. Like during the A6K tournament, there was a time where I got killed by this streamer called Tim the Tap Man. You might know him. I know who that is. And uh, he's, you he's know, funny. He's yeah, wild, he's bro. funny. He's not the greatest, no. but I got. Uh, he's entertaining though. Yeah, there's like ten. You can so you can play like ten games. That's the format. So the third game, I died to him, okay. and I, I, I literally like I was I'm 16. I need this money when I don't need it, but you know I want it, and um, I died to him. My dad, I, I just went off my stream. I cried on my bed. I was like, bro, I can't die to this kid. And my dad comes in, talks me through it. The next game, I won that 86 grand. Wow. So it was just like, you know, meant so, to be. Hold up. That loss was right before you won the 86. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah, so crazy. I went from crying to like dropping the most amount of kills in the game, winning that 50K bonus plus the 36. What did nice. he say to you? What did he say to you when you lost? So he just he just kept on deep breaths, calm down. Like yeah. you can't just be doing this. You want it, you want it, you know, stuff yeah. like that. That's awesome, man. Let's talk a little bit about your dad, man. He's a good guy. And He's great. I've had the honor of meeting him. And it just feels like he cares about people, like naturally. And I think he's just good with people. And yeah. He's easy to talk to. Tell 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 us a little bit about him and like what your guys' relationship is like. Oh, he's the he's the best. Like honestly, from day one, like he's always been there for us. He had some fights here and there, like obviously like hardships and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, like he's he's the best you can ask for. Like like you said, he's great with people, stuff like that, but you don't want to like mess around with him, you know. Yeah, he's straight up. Yeah, yeah, like you try to like scam him or stuff, like or screwing around, like he'll, he'll let you know. And so he got in a few bar fights too. <laughs> just like, it's pretty cool. I mean, at the end of the day, like I has his back and he has mine. So like, yeah. you know, he he's good overall. I mean, you know, yeah, it's a dad. Yeah. So he's a good guy, man. And and I could feel the authenticity coming that I see in him and you. I think that's really cool. <laughs> I don't know if it's just the amount of time you guys spend together or not, but I we respect too that. much time. It's <laughs> a good problem to have, though. <laughs> yeah, man. for sure. If we're gonna spend too much time with anybody, it'd be, it should be him, man. Mm -hmm. That's good. So you know, when it comes to this conversation now, you fast forward. You just made a hundred thousand 
junior year gaming. Your dad's got your back. This awesome story of him picking you up, dusting you off, and you coming back and winning the most money you'd won at that time. Yeah. Which is like crazy amount for that age. <laughs> yeah, stupid amount. And and then you're like, oh my God, like this, I'm good at this. And it's this is the proof. Now people can actually believe what I'm saying. Yeah. What was the transition like? Was was there a conversation like, okay, I'm just going to make this a full-time thing? Or was it like, okay, keep doing this? I know your dad wanted you to get your diploma, but what was that conversation like? Honestly, it was just kind of like I started, obviously, winning tournaments and stuff. And then, like, obviously, I've always watched streamers growing up. And I wasn't, like, I was very, very shy. Like, I was really shy in high school and stuff. Like, I, almost everyone that you would talk to would be like, yeah, Malachi's pretty shy. shy. He's like, whatever. He's not the, up, you know, upright guy. Yeah. But anyways... At the end of the day, it's just like, all right, I, it's either now or never, you know? Yeah. So I just kind of went with it, talked to my brother. My brother's in the video games. He still, he competes as well. Okay. And stuff like that. We just, he's like good with computers and stuff. He hooked me up with a PC, stuff like that. Bought it and then just, you know, started streaming and then just kind of like slowly, gradually got into it over time and then just came what it is. Okay. So it was like a step-by-step -step mo gradual momentum type yeah, process. Yeah. Okay. I mean, there's there some leaps too, like... uh like I was, I was really good at the time, so I was kept on. Obviously, Fortnite was booming, yeah. So I got some viewership there, and then I met Ninja, okay. and then Ninja kind of just, you know, it all went crazy yeah. after that. What was that like, man? Honestly, it was like during the so the tournaments were spread out were called Summer Skirmish, and that's when I won like the money and stuff. And there was like fifteen tournaments during the summer, and one of the tournaments was duos, and it was right after I won eighty six grand. Mm. And I talked to my cousin Nathaniel, and he was like. Uh, I was like, man, I don't know who should I do it with. I'm like talking to town right now, 186 grand. Like I'm probably the best, you know, in some eyes, the best in the world right now. Yeah. I was like, should I just go with Ninja? You know, Ninja's Ninja at the time. He's averaging like 200,000 viewers. He has millions of, you know. Huge personality. Yeah, I'm talking mean, like massive. Huge, like, yeah. huge endorsements from like companies like, who all was he endorsed by? I mean, he was like, uh, I mean, no, like Red Bull. Red Bull, I know for one. Uh, there was, what was it? I don't even know. Was, huge brands, yeah, but anyway. Stupid, yeah. Adidas. Yeah. Adidas, yeah. Yeah, it was stupid. But he was like Ninja, number one gamer in the world. So I just DM'd him on Instagram, or not even Instagram, on Discord. I just DM'd him, be like, "Hey, I, I know I'm reverse. Yeah, I won 86 grand last tournament. You want to play?" And uh, I wasn't expecting anything. I was just, you know, I was already like, after I sent that DM, I went straight to like other people to start like trying to find because the tournament's this weekend. So I got to find someone because I didn't expect him to respond. He responded. I was like, I was like, I freaked out in the thing. I was like, yo, he just responded. Let's play. So I was just grinding and stuff, and then. That happened, and a few months going, and we uh, decided to duo for the World Cup and stuff, and then just popped off. That's awesome, man. If you are listening to this and you want to connect <laughs> with somebody, DM them. Just you know, DM them. <laughs> I hear so many crazy stories about uh, j just people just reaching out and making things happen like that. Like yeah. our creative director is so good at this. You know, he wants. You know, he he believes in a, a brand. Maybe it's like a boot brand or a guitar brand, or whatever. He'll just DM yeah. them. They'll send him free stuff to take pictures of it. Yeah. Like it's yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Just reach out, and make it happen, man. I love that. You know, that's networking, though, right? I mean, yeah. How much? I I just I, I'm beginning to see a lot more. I'm beginning to see a lot more business in this industry and understanding that. Well, one, there's promotions, there's sponsorships, there's networking, there's even agents and stuff now. Like, yeah. how much of what you do in, in gaming is, like, business-oriented? It's, like, um, it depends how how big you are. Like, if you're a small streamer, you're not really getting sponsorships, stuff like that. You know, you're just playing the game. But as, as I grew, I, uh, obviously, I had friends with um, Ninja, Tim the Tatman, Cypher, you know, Courage, all, all those big night guys. 
and they show me the back doors and I as like the you open that back door, it's just all business. It's mm. not just video games up front. It's like, you know, like you said, sponsorships. There's org org um contracts that go out. Look, I got signed to TSM, one of the biggest um mm. orgs out there. And there was like a 49 page, 50 page contract that I could read. Oh, I wow. don't even have a lawyer. <laughs> like I gotta get a lawyer. How old were you at that time? I think I was 17, oh, 18. Geez. That was right before World Cup. And all the all these orgs were like hit me up. I was like, yeah, you know, we can talk, whatever. But I, you know, I'm just a kid, so I don't know what's going on. So we got lawyers and stuff now, and then it's just like it's it's huge. The money in that industry is something else. If you're if you're the top like, I would say not even top fifty. If you're top like thousand, you know, if you have thousands of viewers and stuff, you can make you know like fifty hundred k a month just like That's that. That's insane, man. Yeah, it's let's stupid. Let's talk about that. How how if somebody's gaming and they're competitive they're winning tournaments i mean like you said top a thousand how much can somebody expect to make like early on in their career and like when when is it you when's usually their break is it winning x amount of tournaments how does the career path go for somebody like in, in gaming it's a very complicated subject it's yeah, very yeah. complicated um so basically there's like so i break it down in like there's three different ways you can go about making it in the industry there's one comp player two you could just be a content creator or three you could have the hybrid if you want the real money, you go hybrid. Okay. Um, and then you can transfer into content creation after you get your pro stuff done. Okay. But if you're like a comp player. Which is and, mainly competition. Yeah, competitions. You're not strictly, really streaming. Okay. You know, you might, you, might, you might stream like once, twice a week, you know, okay. if that. Okay. But you're mainly just signed for like a comp player and stuff. And you can make some money off that. Like, you know, if you win a hundred grand tournament, you know, or depending on your contract, your org gets 5%, 10%, whatever. Your, your agency might get 5%, whatever your contract is. You know, you can walk away 45 grand that weekend, you know, and it's good money. But at the end of the day, if you're if you're streaming that plus you got that 45K or you're making 30K off here. So now that's 75K, you got a 20K deal sponsorship. Now you're at 100K for that weekend. You that's know, crazy. if it's like that. That's so so crazy. I think I think if you want the money and stuff, you got to go with the hyper the hyper route for for a little bit. And then you can transfer into like content creation slowly okay. as you, you know. Because obviously you can't like compete forever. Like obviously you're gonna have dips and stuff. So right. And when you what you mean by like the the hybrid, it's also not just a competitive player, but also somebody who's entertaining, somebody who's yeah. creating the content, streaming. They're fun to watch. Like Tim the Tatman's like a he's an entertainer. He's not <laughs> yeah, necessarily he's, yeah. a comp guy. He's just <laughs> funny. He's ruthless. And so yeah, he's funny. What ha, has that been something that as a I mean you just you said that you're you know grew up naturally you're shy yeah. has that been something you kind of struggled with like having a oh, the all personality the time. Yeah. Oh, I, still, I still struggle with now I'm terrible I'm probably the worst with networking and you yeah. need networking in this thing yeah and it's like I'm surprised I DM Ninja and stuff you know and like even to this day I don't even DM people to um like play you know it's like my dad always for like the five years my dad friends be like yo just DM the guy to play like who cares you yeah. guys are you guys are friends you follow each other on Instagram or Twitter yeah. just DM the guy to play and I just don't like like just yesterday or last week, I was thinking it was like Tuesday. Mike Evans hit me up to play, and I was like, "Okay, yeah, I'm down to play." And then we just played for a little bit, and you know, I, I know, I'm like, we follow each other, we've been boys for a little bit, but I don't DM people, and they just have to DM me first. Yeah, it's funny because you've got the accolades. You really could reach out to anybody you really <laughs> yeah. want and ask them to play, but do you just feel like you're burdening them? I feel like I don't know about that. I just feel like I don't want to seem like I'm taking advantage of them because okay. obviously they're really big. You sure. know, like I was saying, I'm just here, just you know. Average couple hundred viewers, you know, or maybe a thousand at, at some points, but yeah. at the same time, they're averaging fifty thousand, hundred thousand. It's like, you know, if I ask him to play, it's kind of just like I never asked him in so long, and now I just randomly hit him up. So I don't, yeah. you know, I just go on my own path. I feel that, man. So considering your own path, what what does 
the career look like ahead of you? Like, are you actively, you know, seeking out tournaments? Are you get, are you taking a little bit of break and focusing on real estate? A little bit of both? Just living honestly, life? honestly, I've just been living life a little bit. Okay. Like I said, uh, we just started like our Etsy business and stuff, doing like custom T-shirts and like stuff like that with my cousin. Want to do the clothing brand? Just obviously have the El Paso, Texas uh, Airbnbs and stuff. Honestly, like right now, I've just been you know, like I said, like living, chilling. Uh, there's like tournaments like, I can compete in here and there. But honestly, it's just been just riding it out for a little bit. I like that, man. I respect that. You know, it's it's cool because I think as everybody's seeing your success, especially locally, they're they're <laughs> learning to like understand the industry and what it even means. And it's not like you clock in and you get paid for X amount of time. <laughs> like you actually only get paid when you're good. <laughs> like yeah. that's it. Like, yeah, you that's can it. have you can have days where like man, I made five bucks today. I streamed for 14 hours, yeah. you know, or like, man, I made $1,800 today. I streamed for 10 hours. You know, yeah. it's like, you know, it's just very, um, I want to say like a suspicion or what should I say this? It's kind of hard to put in the words, but it's very like a very, uh, you can vary, um, like you can make like $0 one day, 1500 the next, mm. and then just make 25 K the weekend. Yeah. So sporadic. It's like, yeah. Sporadic. There you go. Yeah. And it's just like, you gotta, you know, save your money and stuff. If you're not smart with money, you're going to go down. Interesting. So that's a whole nother element to like to the industry because you're right. It, it, it sounds like it's coming in just here and then there, and then you might not win a tournament. It's not guaranteed. The only yeah. guaranteed money is sponsorships, but in order to do that, you have to stay streaming. Exactly. And then, yeah. It's interesting, man. It's like <laughs> juggling. That's crazy. Yeah, it's too much sometimes, but so how much time do you think like the average competitive player has to play to actually get good just ba based on like your experience mm, i think at least six hours a day that's crazy that's to be, to be on the top level like i, I play to win so i don't like you yeah, know yeah. play to like just to compete and make you know a thousand bucks there yeah, yeah. like i want to get that 100k so yeah. <laughs> i think at least six to eight hours a day yeah okay interesting interesting and so you just said you're not playing for the thousand you want the hundred thousand of course of course so how do you find these tournaments man are they just like known tournaments or um, they, is there like a, a board somewhere that people post the tournaments so or? so there's like two different types of tournaments usually fortnite does a pretty good job at like uh it's in game so you can just anyone can hop in and then uh they see the tournaments inside the game maybe it would be like um you know march 19th at six o'clock we're running a cash cup you know that cash cup runs three hours ten games long then you just play it right you just queue up and play um, that's Fortnite. Uh, there's also third-party tournaments, what they're called. It's basically just like, like I say, if I wanted to run a tournament or if you did for, like, you know, your your uh, Holy Hill Media, yeah. you'd just be like, all right, we're running this media, you know, whatever for, like, I don't know, say, like, 5K. Okay. You know, you just post it on Twitter or whatnot. You'll DM some pros. The pros will play, and then you have a Discord, and then you just play it. So anybody can really start a tournament. And then yeah. as long as they put up a cash prize, people are probably going to participate, right? Yeah, especially with Fortnite pros. Fortnite okay. pros, they play for 100 bucks. You know, <laughs> We got 50 bucks on the Scrappy. line. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's stupid. But yeah, I mean, like companies saw that too. It's yeah. like, okay, we can have like 100 players in the lobby. They're pros. They all have social media accounts. They all have like 100,000 of each. Well, I got a brand. Let's say, you know, I got a you know, whatever, energy brand, energy drink. All right, let's just make a tournament. You know, we'll sponsor... Uh, just the tournament for the cash money and then we have all these 100 players like tweeting out hey i'm playing this energy drink tournament so mm -hmm. no that's when the third party tournaments come in starts to circulate that way yeah. understood understood you know man there's just been there's been a, a a phrase in my mind that's been sticking out to me <laughs> until you started man and it's just like you made that hundred thousand your junior year 96k yeah and i don't know how many years before that you were you and your family were struggling in a trailer park and yeah. it's <laughs> it's a crazy story, man. Like, 
you first of all, you should ha- you should write a book at some point. <laughs> something that's crazy. How much of that experience growing up has affected just your work ethic and your commitment to what you do now? Honestly, I have a very good mind of like ignoring things okay. in the past. Um, I've definitely had some scarred, you know, some memories in the past. It's like, okay, this shouldn't happen. Yeah. Like a funny story. I mean, I. I can share this on the podcast. So it was like my dad threw apples at like my mom's boyfriend's truck, you know, <laughs> like like across the street, he's throwing apple like a bucket of apples. And it was like, it looks like that. Like it just pops in my mind. You know, some days are fun and stuff, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really affect me. You know, there's some days where it's like harder and stuff. And, but at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, you got to do this now. And, you know, sometimes you just got to paint a face and then go. Yeah. 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 I want to, I want to just double click right there. When you say paint a face and go, what you mean is just kind of like, no matter what you're feeling, just kind of, I don't know, suck it up, man yeah, up, and it. keep moving. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so, sometimes Word. fake it, you know, yeah. sometimes just put on a smile, you know, if you don't really like it. Yeah. Because you got to think, at the end of the day, like, they're watching you for you. They're not watching you to, like, cry and like, complain and stuff. Yeah. Now, say, I, I complain, you know, probably too much <laughs> at some certain points in the games, but at the end of the day, like, they just want to be entertained. That's yeah. why they're there. So. 100%. Do you feel any sort of responsibility to the people that are looking up? Because a lot of a lot of people who that are that are looking up to you are youth and adults who have experienced the same struggle trying to make a living in the industry. Yeah, dude, my uh, my community is like usually you think like okay, you know my community is like all a bunch of kids and stuff. Dude, I bet you my average age is like thirty, thirty five. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's, it's a bunch of bunch of moms and dads. I'm asking them for advice. Like, <laughs> hey, can you put water in like this? I'm like, can you put this in the microwave? You know, I love that. All a bunch of mob. They're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But yeah, there's, I mean, I have a responsibility with like, you know, just obviously they're looking up to me. I don't want to create like a bad image or anything. But also at the same time, like they're, they're paying me, they're paying my bills, you know, they're supporting me this way. So I have to stream today or, you know, I can't just take like, okay, thanks for, you know, thanks for the sub. Thanks for 1500 bucks today. I'm just going to go not stream for a week and use that money for mm-hmm. whatever. You know, they want to be entertained. They want to have a community there to feel safe and stuff. So, yeah. you know, I got to be there. I think it's awesome, man. You've created something for people to be a part of, yeah. which is crazy because so many people need that, man. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they, they long for that. It's cool. And then you get to entertain them and add, you know, positivity. Would you would you say generally speaking you you'd bring an energy, a piece of positivity to the table? I think yeah, for the most part, yes. There are some <laughs> days where I get mad at the video game and okay. just take it out on chat. It's like, you know, screw you guys or whatever. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like yeah, like, I mean they know I'm positive and I'm I'm there for the for them, and, you know, whatever they need, you know, I got them, so that's awesome, yeah. man. That's awesome. Have you considered at all just what this means and what you've accomplished, uh, wh- what that means for, you know, the people around here trying to do the same thing, like locally speaking? Yeah, I, I didn't even realize how many people knew me. I was like, I thought there's, I bet you there's like five people that know me in this world, you know, in this wow, little town. Wow. Apparently there's a lot of people. I didn't wow, realize man. that. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, if you look up to me or look up to any gamers, you know, you got to like, I don't know. Just be there and, you know, give them, give them a right path. You know, don't like fake them and like, do stuff like that. But give them a right path and give them some advice and, you know, keep on going with it, yeah. especially locally. Because there's like some kids I, I got, uh, I reached out to or someone reached out to me about some gamer group or something mm. in like a college. And I didn't want to do it. I didn't really want to speak. So I didn't do it. But I, I, um, I gave advice on my stream and stuff and they just watched it. And they were cool like that. So that's awesome, man. That's awesome. You don't like that public speaking stuff? <laughs> no, I, I got, I think one time I got invited to Ohio State. And for like some for a class or something, even Ella, uh, Ella, she she had a class that she wanted me to go in. I was like, I would love to. I would really love to talk about games all day. I just I'm just shy. So I just can't. So 
Hey, but yeah, I, I mean, if you will come pop from your streams, then I'll talk all day. But you know, I can't talk in front of people too much. In your element, that's your office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of cool though because I had I had heard about you when you were 17, 18 years old from I guess just the buzz. You know what I mean of yeah. what you were accomplishing, and I was like, who is? You know, I'm thinking to myself, they yeah, this guy's. 30, 40 years old. And they're like, no, this this kid's like a teenager. I said, what? A teenager's racking in this much money? Like, what's I, cho I chose the wrong industry, you know what I mean? And fast forward a few years later, and I was still hearing your name. You hadn't, the buzz continued. It was yeah. just like, I don't know if you just kept winning tournaments, the, the collaborations, playing with Ninja, all these things, right? And then just most recently, uh, running into your dad, talking with the team, uh, Ella and Cruz know who you are. A lot of people know who you yeah, are, and cool. I kept hearing your name pop up, and I'm just like, we got to get him on the freaking <laughs> podcast, man. So, dude, I appreciate you jumping on, man. I think it's interesting to to dissect industries that uh, a lot of people aren't familiar with, yeah. especially the ones who might not respect or have uh, a complete understanding to be able to respect the industry. Much like we started Holy Old Media Man as a social media marketing agency. And yeah. people are like, you're not going to make money on Facebook. Dude. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll see. And so I can, I can relate to some of it, man. So I respect I respect the hustle a lot. Yeah, I, I have a couple more questions, man. Yeah, I want to sure. respect your time. We can go all day. Let's do it, <laughs> man. I love this stuff. <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I'm curious just about how it works. But when you enter into like an organization what was the name of the org you signed with? uh team solo made it called my tsm tsm okay yeah. when you sign with one of those organizations you are now you have an obligation right like there's yeah. it's almost like signing to i don't know a label or an agency or whatever yep. the case might be what what does that look like again i'm just curious <laughs> what does that even look like there, are there stipulations do you have to stream x amount of times a week like yeah what so does it look like? so every org is different Every org assistant, you, know, you can have like whatever in the contract is. But so TSM, they basically had it so they can also provide bonuses. So if you stream 100 hours a week, you can have a bonus there. Or like, you know, 50 hours a week, you can have a bonus there, whatever. Basically, it's just like, hey, we'll pay you X amount of money to be on a team. We'll, we'll, you represent us during tournaments. You wear jerseys. If there's a tournament in San Diego, we'll fly you out, you know, take care of everything. Mm -hmm. You just compete for us, whatever. Team sponsorships, like like my TSM uh, during the time was sponsored by like Geico, Dr. Pepper, uh, Chipotle, I think maybe. Those are massive brands. Massive brands. And like, so, so I got to keep that in mind when I'm doing my own sponsorships that like, I can't, you know, if they're sponsored by Gatorade, I can't just get a, you know, sponsorship by Powerade. That's like interflicting brands. Okay. So you got to uh, keep wary of that. But usually they have a manager too. They have team managers for you. So like if they fly me out to San Diego, someone's uh, flying out with me. And basically, just take care of me. You know, you need food. You need, but you still like an assistant. You need water, food. We'll take care of this. We have to take photos this day, interview that day. You know, stuff like that. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Sweet. I mean, they pay us too. So there's there was also one time where like I mean, they paid me uh, X amount of money. It was like you know, let's just say a ballpark around five grand. Okay. Five grand. I'll, we'll fly you to Brazil. You take Brazil. Hold Bra on. Yeah, Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. Okay. We'll fly you to Brazil. You take three days, four days. You go to this intervention, uh, like gaming con thing. You play with some people, you know, take uh, interviews, photo shots, we'll fly you back out. 5K. Done. Sign me up. Boom. That day, that that four day, we made 5K. Or I made 5K. What? So, okay. So you're just going and being you. 
and yeah. letting people see you and take pictures with you. Basically, yeah. That's I don't know how many people amazing. knew me in Brazil, but I mean, they could be faking it. But. Did they come up to you? Like, yeah, they came up to me and stuff, but I don't know if it's because it was just TSM sure, that they sure. saw or like a player or just me reverse. Yeah, yeah. But who knows? That's so. awesome, man. Are you still signed with TSM then? Nah. Okay. I'm part just chilling now. Okay. Yeah, part okay. of it is like is it 2019? 2019. I think okay. so. 2020, somewhere around there. So is it anywhere in your radar to start your own organization or start some businesses inside the industry or do you just like the game no i just like the game game. there's too much too much stuff going on in the (laughs) industry i mean like right now there's like a bunch of uh gaming um organizations and stuff that are like laying off people and not really making money stuff like that and it's just like there's a lot of i guess business wise i really don't know about the organizations Mm. stuff like that so i don't want to get into any of that it sounds like it's, it's deep i mean Every time you start talking about management and anything that has a high revenue, any industry that has high revenue, it's going to get complicated. Yeah. And then you're going to have people who want to take advantage of you and then oh, on and on and on. Too much. Have you ran into any people, like scammer people? Who oh, yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. What's that been like? Terrible. Um, <laughs> there was an organization out there. There's two organizations. One of them, they signed me for a year. I agreed to the year and they pay, they pay me like, you know, it was let's just say ballpark 8k a month okay right so i just that's just bonus money i'm still streaming making money on gaming uh like tournaments so i'm making cash that way and there's a bonus month which is a orgs there's 8k a month so they're just paying you eight thousand because you're signed yeah signed to their team so i was like okay cool i'll do it a couple months go by they didn't pay me and i was like okay well i got paid this much like they paid me all the way up front and then like halfway through the contract they stopped paying or like mm-hmm. the org went under like, okay, you guys were just, like, wasting my time, whatnot. And then another org was just, like, really bad. They flew me out. They had a gaming house in Virginia. And basically, I flew me out there and stuff, and they didn't really treat me right. Or mm. the, the house was just, like, a mess. And, like, I don't know, it, it was just on, like, terrible, terrible vibes. I just needed to get out. I mean, I was in a very dark place there. Like, I, I didn't even leave my – so, basically, my day there, my whole, like, life for, like, I would say almost close to a year, is, like, living in this probably – a little bit bigger than this room right here, basically my bedroom. I had my own bathroom, so I'm chilling. All I literally, I didn't really like anyone there. I just, every time I stopped out of the door, I went to go get food from DoorDash, walked back upstairs, and that's it. Locked that's the, yeah, literally, that's all I did for like a year, and it was just bad. Dang man. And then I got my solo apartment, and I was chilling. But so let's let's talk about that for a second, <laughs> man. What the heck? So they 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 flew you to this. Yeah, it was a mansion. It was a nice okay. house, but okay. it, it was a really nice house. But it was just like dirty and just messy, and like they were partying and stuff. And I just mm. wanted a game and you know, yeah. whatever. But so were the people there just not really taking it as seriously as that you were, or just different people? I think I think the org owner. Um, usually, org owners don't live in team houses because just the team. Yeah, I think the, the org owner lived there and stuff, and I think he wanted to make his own brand for himself mm. and use us to like get it started because like. So basically, I took a very uh, risky chance when they had like four thousand, like Twitter followers at the time, and usually I don't sign anyone like like that at all. Yeah. And um, it was in New York City, and they were like, "We'll pay you this amount, of, this amount of money, just to be on our team and like expose our brand." I'm like, uh, I don't know, you know, it's yeah, sure, why not? F it. So I did that, and then they started blowing up. There was like now they have like sixty k. They're signed to the, the some soccer team now too, mm-hmm. over in England. And, um, no, I'm happy for them, whatever, you know, but at the end of the day, they didn't really treat me right. And they, they cut like, so let's just say they paid me like 5k a month. And then at the end of my contract, you're like, Hey, we would love to resign you, whatever. We're going to pay you a thousand bucks a month. I'm like, I just grew your brand. You're basically an org, like a 
tier two org now just for me, my backbone, you know, because I took a chance on you. I brought some of my people in to help you out. And you're just coming out of the job. So. Eight to one. Yeah, basically. Wow. Or something like that. Yeah. That's insane, man. What, what was it like <laughs> for you at the time? Because you seem like a positive person, naturally. You, you're always smiling. You're always happy, yeah. friendly, respectful. What what was that like for you not being able to, you know, first of all, get along with people in the house as much and then also kind of being shut in a room and isolated all day? Like, how, what kind of effect did that have on you? Wait. I, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was very stressful and stuff. I would do. I was big. I was like 250. Yeah. And now I lost like 60 pounds. So we're good chilling you, now. Man. Yeah, it was definitely Looking a road. Looking good, man. Looking good. Definitely a road. Still got some more to go. But um, yeah, honestly, I just stressed eat a lot. And also just game with friends and stuff. And honestly, just day by day. And then usually like I think eight months into the year, I just, hey, dad, I need to get a solo apartment. And we looked around. They're expensive out there. It was like 1600 bucks just for rent. New York? Uh, no, this was in VA. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so... Uh, pretty expensive stuff. I just needed to get out. So I got out. And then after I got my solo apartment, I just got better, like eating healthier, went to the gym there. And then, you know, just overall better. Good for you, man. Good for you. Have you have you um, had a different type of relationship with gaming since you've found success? You've kind of been in and out of it. You now you're kind of transitioning to more of like, you know, a real estate, like a business owner and mm -hmm. just a different career path for you. Have you have you uh, experienced gaming taking a different, like, you know, I guess, feeling different for you? Do you not, is it not as fun as it used to be? Definitely not as fun. You can't really? Just, well, you can't just hop on and be like, all right. Like, like back in the day, people just hop on and call your buddies up and be like, yeah. hey, you want to game this weekend? You know, either they come over or you just game online. It's like, you know, you can game and stuff, have fun, just hop off, whatever. And if you don't feel in it, then just hop off, whatever. Yeah. But in, like, streaming world, like, you know, you got to keep treat this as a real job. So it's like six to eight. You know, you can stream from eight hours to 24 hours a day. Some people do. And it's like, all right, I'm not feeling this game, but I still have to stream. I can't just hop off. Yeah. You know, so I I can transfer to a different game if I if I want to or just keep on going with that game and like different games and stuff, too. They got to think like, OK, so if I play Fortnite, I can average 500 viewers. But if I play like this game called Apex, I'm averaging 50 viewers. But that's a huge difference because like the ad revenue and stuff like that, you're not making nearly nothing on Apex, but you're not having fun with Fortnite. So do you stick it out and just like stress over Fortnite because you're making the money or do you just go to Apex and make nothing but you're having at least a little bit of fun? Dang, it's a business decision. It's, yeah, literally every day crazy, it's business man. stuff. That's crazy, man, because I would assume it started, did, well, I'll ask you this, did, did gaming start out kind of like an outlet for you, like an escape? Like, yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. So then what used to be your escape, your way to kind of get away from it is now bringing you stress yeah. and the problems exactly. like you had before. <laughs> Looping me around, yeah. What do you, what do you, uh, what do you do now for that escape, that fun? Honestly, I think right now, right now I've just been like, hanging out with friends you okay. know stuff like that i'm not like i said i'm not really like, oh let's go drink and party and stuff. like i'm not you know i'm kind of shy so if you want to come over you know we'll play mario kart and have some pizza yeah. you know, at my house it'd be fun but and then they just hanging out with friends and you know, keeping your circle tight and uh make sure they, you know they're supportive and stuff like that um and also just like i've been keeping my i'm kind of like a geek and nerd like i was almost valedictorian in high school until the gaming oh, you got off. the brains my guy okay <laughs> a little bit i mean it was like you know high school is pretty easy but you know, whatever. And I just like kept on learning stuff. Like right now I'm taking like an Excel course for like learning Excel and just like doing all that stuff. I took um, a couple months ago, I took like a college, like uh, not official, but it was like a college like course online for interior design. And I just wanted to learn it. So I just learned that I passed that, whatever I did it. Now I'm doing Excel and now I'm doing like this, uh, software engineering stuff for uh, 
Fortnite just came out with like the you can create your own maps and stuff now. So I'm like trying to learn that engine as well. So I just keep my mind busy. Interesting. So you love to learn. You you, you see, it sounds like so, you yeah. enjoy it actually. Yeah, if, if it has to be the right topic. Sure. But, like sure. I mean, if you come up with like. Calculus no offense, but or. yeah, calculus, like calculus. I paid my friend uh, to do my calculus for me. That was probably the worst <laughs> I did in high school. It's like I don't want to do this. I am. I got gaming. I just pay you hundred bucks a month just to do it all. <laughs> yeah. like, and it was like, all right, bet. And he was a geek too. That man's something else. Yeah, literally, like he can go to CIA stuff. Like Ooh. he is too smart. Like yeah. he got a perfect like ACT score. Lord have mercy. Yeah, he was like dumb. I fell asleep during my first attempt at the ACT, <laughs> what? bro. Really? I was, yeah, I didn't. I, I stayed up late. I was nervous. So I like almost didn't take it seriously on purpose. And at one point in time during the writing, which was probably my only hope for getting anything better than 22 or 21. I, or what score did you get? I think the highest score I got was like 26. Better than mine. Yeah, really? I had 18. 18? Oh, well, you just like, did you not a well, good test, test taker? Uh, I, w- I was. I was really good. But gaming started to pop off and I kind of like, I got to get my diploma I don't really want to go to college. You know, I'm here at the ACT. I got, you know, 150 grand in the bank, and I'm still going strong. I'm just gonna take. It's it hard away. to be motivated for yeah. the ACT at that. I'm just point. gonna. I'm just gonna take it a little bit, and it, it's bugging me. It bugs me all my life a little bit because my brother, he's he was like really bad at school and like C's, D's, you know, whatever, and he got 18. So he always brings us up. Hey, we got the same score, whatever. Like, bro, I didn't even really try, you know. But now, if I have to retake, I probably have to study a little bit, but. That's yeah, I mean, I got 18, man. so as long as you got 26, you're chilling. I mean, yeah, and then I end up dropping out of college twice. So, oh. I mean, it's like, it is what it is, bro. <laughs> we all find our own Wait, path. why did you drop out? So, why or when? Yeah, why? Why? Uh, so, the first time I dropped out was because I was just, I was partying, man. Like, I was just not focused. I lost a lot of academic scholarship money. Oh, yeah. And I was just kind of, in my mind, I just kind of, like, gave up on myself. I was like, yo, I'm just a bum and I just need to go do what a bum would do, I guess. And yeah. just lost confidence. But one thing led to another. I worked in a factory. I was working actually under my mom and I was just losing my mind at this factory. I'm like, yeah. I can't stand my mom <laughs> yells at me every day. Yeah, I'm seeing refrigerators every day. So I was like, I'm going back. Went back to school and then found out it just wasn't what I thought it was and mm-hmm. decided I wanted to get into business anyway. So Good. Yeah, it led to, to this. Hey, it point. led to this. So. Yeah, Maybe man. I'm, I'm, I love this team, man. I love Holy Hill. It gives me opportunity to talk to awesome people like you. And so, yeah, man, it's it's cool. But I, I'm curious, man. I'm curious because I think a lot of our listeners can relate to the freelance life and pursuing a solopreneur career and um, just a lot of relevance here in this conversation and what you bring to the table. I'd be interested to hear what kind of advice you'd have for somebody who wants to start streaming. And we kind of brushed that on earlier, but you know, you're saying there's comp folks and then there's, you know, the entertainment side. Yeah. And so you're either just good or you're not, and you're probably <laughs> going to get good over time. So just play. Yeah. But like, what about the people who need to create content who might not be that good, but they're entertaining? Do you have any advice for those people? Yeah. I, I talked about this a lot during streams and stuff and like, you know, some random people like, I'm like, okay, you have like five followers, but I'll give you some advice because, you know, you always got to start off somewhere. Yeah. And they come to me every day and be like, yo, what, is, how do you, like, I want to start streaming. What do you do? You know, it's like, okay, well, step one, you gotta, it depends where your age. If you're in still in high school, you got to win over your parents because some parents be like, you know, you're not doing this. You're not on social media. Mm-hmm. You got to get good grades. You're done. So first of all, you got to win over your parents. And like, honestly, I always talk to, if you're, you know, if you're living with your parents, obviously if you're living under them, they're, they're house rules. Right. So 
I always say like, hey, talk to your parents, be like, make a deal with them. If I can get straight A's or like good grades enough for you to be satisfied, can I, can I, you know, just game instead of, yeah, instead of playing sports, can I just play games? And like at the same time, like sports is games. Like we have like, you know, at the same time we have scrims, we have tournaments, basically your matches, whatever you have referees. We have, we have admins, Mm. you know, you have matches, we have leagues, Mm. you know, stuff like that. So it's basically the same thing, just online, obviously not activity, whatnot, but if you have good grades, you can win over your parents. That's number one. Number two, just go for it. You can't just start up stream. And it, and it, I always say just stream for fun. And if it happens, it happens. Don't stream for success and money. It will never be that way. You always got to stream for fun first. If you're having fun, people, the normal people are like most people in the world. They would like to, they attract to like happiness and fun and laughter. You know, like no one's going to, like if you're walking down the street right now and you have a group of people, like they're just all laughing and whatnot. You're going to kind of like eavesdrop into their conversation. What are they laughing about? I want to laugh too. Or like, what are they watching? Whatever. You're not going to go to the person sitting down on the sidewalk just like crying or just like just sitting down on the phone like this, you know. Right. So, I mean, just have fun with it. Have some boys. Just have fun. And if it pops off, it pops off. And then once you start popping off and like have like the viewership ready, then think about business wise. Like, you know, I can play this game. Like that's It's a loophole back to like, can I play this game for this amount of viewers, play this game for this amount? And then keep on going from there. And then obviously networking is huge. So once you get some viewership or whatever, just start crossing Internet, you know, I just go on Twitter, whatever, like, hey, looking for people to play. Or like, oh, I ran into you at this game. Can I, you know, hop in some time and play? Yeah. So. Yeah, I love it, man. You know, I I would imagine you've ran into this too, but a lot of times if I see somebody that wants to start, you know, some sort of business or freelance career that has to do with a personal brand, mm-hmm. they get cringy. They start acting <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They I've seen start, that fair amount. Yeah, they start, they start trying to be this person that maybe they look up to or they think they need to be to achieve the success they want. Yeah. I mean, is that, you got a lot of posers in this industry for you? Too much. Too much. That's why I hate YouTube. YouTube videos, uh, like, I don't watch YouTube at all. So, like, because at the end of the day, you can, like, reach our recording, you know, unless you're, like, streaming live on YouTube now, but, like, YouTube, like, like even, like, right here in this podcast, we're recording it, right? Like, I can yeah. just be whatever. At the end, once this camera goes down, we're like, all right, F you, you know, you kind of suck, and I just leave. <laughs> I really know? hope you don't do that. Yeah, but, you know. <laughs> no, you're chilling, but, like, you know, some people are kind of like that. It's, yeah. like, it's be rude off camera, and, like, they would never, the online people would never know, mm. and it's, just like, some people paint a face to be, like, you know, a person that they're really not, yeah. but at the end of the day, you just got to be yourself, and, like, you know, yourself will take you there because yeah. you can't pay a face forever. What there's one like you can mm-hmm. fake it for six or six months. That one time that you're going to be acting rude on camera and that you just didn't know it was on or like just forgot. You know, that's just kind of crash everything. Exposed. Yeah. Exposed. Exposed. Literally. Man, you know, that's so true. And <laughs> I, I'll say this, too. I, I also understand the whole fake it till you make it thing at the yep. same time. Though, yep. You yep. know what I mean? Because you have to believe that you deserve to be there before you're there. Yeah. And so there's a confidence thing. There's an ego thing. There's a, hey, I want to do this because, you know, Ninja does it or Reverse 2K does it. And I want to I want to be able to do the same things they're doing to get to where they're they're at. And that's I mean, that's using your brain and, yeah. and and not reinventing the wheel. Right. And doing what you've seen modeled for you. But at the same time, like you said, what does it look like to an audience if you act one way for x amount of time six months and all of a sudden you're exposed behind the scenes and you're not actually that person one you're gonna lose all of your followers because they're expecting somebody else right Mm -hmm. but the other thing too i think is like over time even if you didn't forget the camera was on or somebody was recording you didn't realize authenticity man that i feel like authenticity attracts people and if you're not authentic 
I really, do, I really think people are going to have a harder time connecting to your message and what you're trying to portray. What do you believe that just comes from people not being confident in themselves, not knowing themselves, trying too hard? Where do you think that comes from? In terms of what? In like, yeah, in terms of in terms of somebody, I would say majority of people when they're trying to build a personal brand end up being something that they probably wouldn't a person they probably wouldn't be when they're chilling with their friends on a weekend. The, the, the personality changes up. It's like yeah, a, a face, bit. you know what I mean? And but I think it, honestly, I think it comes from people that they look up to and they think they, they can do the same exact thing. Mm. You know, like in this world, like I can't be a ninja. I would never be a ninja. Ninja has that hyper mode screaming. Yeah, I don't really, wild. yeah, he's too wild for me and I'm kind of just chilled, laid back, whatever on this game, you know, but as some people, like I, I, I didn't realize that some people, you know, don't. They they start screaming and stuff. Now you're now you're just some seventeen year old kid screaming at a mic. You know you're not you're not ninja <laughs> yeah. screaming for entertainment and stuff. But I think you need a healthy balance. You know at the healthy if you get a healthy balance, you know you can find yourself and like learn yourself of you know something like you never knew. You know yeah. like if you can like say you found like like a streamer that you can sing or like just dance and make funny jokes and stuff, and you never really did that. But if you don't have that realize like okay I can do the same thing, and then you can do it. And if you actually love it, enjoy it, well, then yeah, now you're kind of doing the same thing, but on your own twist. And then yeah, now you're just growing like that. So I think you need a healthy balance of stuff. And obviously, don't get egotistical and be like, oh, I can do the same exact thing or I could do even better. Yeah. You know, you just got to learn yourself. Yeah. But there's a lot of self-awareness that you have just knowing that, like, you're not an ninja. And you don't want to be a ninja. And you prefer something I'll very different. bank account. Yeah, <laughs> we all do. Man. <laughs> that guy, I mean, every listen, if pe people don't even know have to own a gaming console to have seen ninja somewhere he's yeah. everywhere yep. but i think it's really cool that you're self-aware enough to just say like this is who i am and i don't want to be like ninja and i think a lot of people admire people like you ninja whoever and yeah. mm -hmm. they try to model that and it's not necessarily true to who they are so then there's this gap and there's an obvious fakeness about the personality and in, in, in the presentation but i also think too with that you know the context is everything. Context is everything. And, and what I mean by that is looking up to the people that you are most like or that <laughs> you can actually be naturally or pulling things from different people. I guess what I'm trying to say is Ninja screaming makes sense because he's huge. Yeah. And that's his, his shtick. That's his gimmick, right? Like that's mm -hmm. who he is. That's what you expect from him. And maybe he would have got there one way or the other. Maybe it was his blue hair, purple hair, pink yeah. hair. Maybe it was him screaming. But the reason that people like that is people have to also consider when they're viewing Ninja, there's a subconscious understanding that they know how big he is. So he can get away with more. Yep, it's 100%. different. It's not the same exactly. for a 16-year-old who nobody knows exactly. to act like Ninja. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I, I guess <laughs> I guess it's so funny because I, I draw that same relevance to industries that I see like a lot of people who want to, I've just recently, actually yesterday, I was talking about somebody who they're trying to be a motivational speaker and they want to be like, you ever heard of hip hop preacher ET, Eric mm -hmm. Thomas? Nah. Well, they're trying to be like him and it's so cringy. And I'm like, first of all, ET hip hop preacher is black and you're white. <laughs> Not to say that that makes a huge difference, but it kind of makes a difference. Different swagger. This guy is skinny. He's, he's not, he's short. E.T.'s like, you know, he's buff and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, there's there's a discrepancy here. And like, we have to be aware of, 
our our idols aren't shouldn't necessarily be our models though mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying they shouldn't be a yeah. point of reference and so i think it's so important and i applaud the fact that you are authentic enough to yourself to realize like your stick is your stick and then just it's, it's yeah I mean. for sure i mean you gotta have that like i i can go into a stream in like 10 minutes and be like okay you're just doing this trying to get viewers yeah, you know yeah, you're not yeah. doing this because you know whatever yeah so i mean you just gotta have the authenticity and just like you know, be real. Yeah. You can yeah. be straight up with people too. So is there anybody locally that you've had your eyes on that's been like, oh man, they're pretty good at the they're pretty Video decent. Games? Yeah. Locally, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> I mean, all my I mean, I, I didn't really like I don't know if you game or not. I um not I mean I if I'm being honest, the only game I've played in a long time is Hogwarts Legacy, maybe. <laughs> oh, that just came out. Yeah. Oh, so it. you're you're okay. I love it. I mean, yeah, so I don't know if, like, there's a lot of people who game in this town or whatnot. I mean, obviously there is, and video games or wherever. But, like, I can tell in the first minute if you're good or bad. Mm. And obviously at the same time, like, I think obsession is key. Mm. If you don't have, a like, if you're not obsessed with anything, and this is just not even video games, like, even with your media any team. Any craft, yeah. Yeah, any, any, anything. If you're not obsessed, you're not going to make it, like, to the top level. And you might make it a little bit here and there, but you're not going to be successful as, as you could be, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, like, around here, like, I can just... I mean, I think they would already made a name for themselves if they were mm-hmm. like gaming for you know six years or whatnot. It's kind of like watering a dead plant, you know. Mm. Oof, ouch. Yeah. I mean, you're right though. No, you're yeah, right. Well, I mean, that's just, that's just if they're trying to make it. You know, if you're trying to make it and you've been gaming for six years and you just haven't been there yet, hey, let's get what's Plan B looking like. <laughs> we should be on Plan C by now, like you know. So I mean, yeah, like right it's now. Truth, though. I mean, if anyone wants to challenge me, I'm ready. But. Oh, let's go. <laughs> no, I love it, man. But yeah, like I don't know. It, there might be a hidden gamer out there in this world. I mean, no, I hear you, man. It's 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 interesting because I would just I just wanted to know because like you know if you are uh, let's just say you know uh, the Dace Kime that played baseball in Defiance or the Chad Billingsley. I don't even know any of those. Well, these guys they get signed. Uh, you know what I mean? And Chad and John Neese, most notably recently, but these two guys graduated from Defiance, went pro, played in the MLB, not you know yeah. not just stayed in the minor league circuit, and they had successful careers. They come and then. I would just be curious, like, are you interested in seeing, like, who's pitching for Defiance, who's <laughs> who's being scouted, what, you know, what gamers around here that you, like, have respect for, and, yeah, it's, I guess it's interesting because it's not as public of a, of an industry on a lower, a local level, like, nobody's taught, like, for baseball, it's easy because, you know, all these scouts or all these social media pages are covering these young athletes, and, you know, PBR mm. and which more or less is like a scouting platform. Yeah. And there's a lot of a lot of that built around the familiar industries around here, but there's not for gaming really. You I don't think, really hear yeah, about you, it. Yeah, you don't hear anything about it. I think it's because like I don't call them old, but older people, more experienced, yeah. you know. More experienced. They, they don't uh they don't really I'm have, respectful of you. Yeah, they don't have uh well I had to do I mean like my church has all moms and dads, so I they don't really understand games too much. Like back in the day, what, what was out? Like GameCube, like James Bond or something? I don't, I don't even <laughs> probably, know. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like they don't understand what the gaming business is. Animal like, Crossing? <laughs> yeah, probably not. It's probably newer to them. True. But they, yeah, they had like Mario growing up, you yeah. know, and even if that. Like at the end of the day, they, they, they grew up playing outside bikes, you know, whatever, go play baseball, you know, whatever, sports. Yeah. And like gaming, they took off and I don't think they just understand that, nor do they kind of care for it maybe. Because that's if you don't understand something, you don't really care for it. It's just like, yeah. why I would just rather cover sports because I've been growing up. I wanted, you know, because usually like during if you're young enough, you usually want to be a baseball player when you grow up or a football player, and you have a certain team that you root for every weekend. Video games, I mean, who 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 are you looking up to? Unless you're like watching it already, yeah. you know, it's not your because like you take kind of take what your parents are. You know, if my dad's a 
say if my dad's a big Lions fan, I'm going to be a Lions fan because my yeah. dad was just that. True. You know, True. so it's like, okay, so now I'm a Lions fan. I just want now I'm just huge into sports. I'm checking football every time. But like gaming, like my dad's not into gaming at all. You should see him play Fortnite. He's terrible. <laughs> so he's not into gaming at all. But like, like I said, I started at a very young age. So I didn't really have, you know, yeah. you know, sports in my life except for, you know, high school or like yeah. school sports. But I mean, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's interesting because you, you, you said something uh, about mentors like the, the gaming industry, you don't have as many people to look up to. And they're not yeah. easy, as easy to find and access where exactly. sports idols, they're all over socials, mm-hmm. they're all over TV, movies, everything, right? I mean, I don't know a huge movie that was made about it, like Ninja or anybody. Maybe there is out there, but... He's been in some movies, but not about him. Well, that's no. what I'm saying. You yeah. know, like, yeah, I guess... We, our culture just doesn't idolize the sports idols as much as it does the gaming idols, which yeah. is crazy though, because I understand it's new. And you also said earlier, people don't understand it. So they can't yeah. really care about it. Exactly. You know, but I also think people are starting to wake up to the idea that this yeah. is in schools now. This is a competitive. Yeah. The esports. Esports. Like esports <laughs> is like, I, I was, I was actually excited when I heard about that because for the same reason we're talking about, if you can see, the fruit of a commitment to anything, even if it's gaming, mm-hmm. playing music, a podcast, and you can start to find people you can look up to and you can, I guess, quantify and explain success to parents and understand why it's a, a pursuable career. Yeah. Then things start to change. The industry starts to broaden, become a little bit more public, and then people start to respect it a little bit more. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's been, it's definitely been growing. Like, there's experiences where, like, um, like going back to the school thing. Like, Tenor hit me up; they wanted to do a high school team for an esports club. And they hit me up, but it was kind of weird because they hit me up to pay for it. You know, I was like, "Oh, interesting." Like, I don't know, I got the money like that, but I'm, I don't know if I want to do it because, like, you're not back. If the school doesn't back it, why should I back it? Mm, you know, mm. but it's definitely interesting. Like, they want to do. It's starting to get into like the more schools now and stuff because people can like, like, if I was, you know, if I was still in high school, I would love to compete in a, you know, whatever. And I told them I'll give them advice and stuff on how to run it and stuff like that. And there's definitely high school tournaments now. They don't do prize money because I don't think that's illegal or illegal to like pay whatever through prize money it might yeah. be i don't know if through but, school if you could but maybe like yeah through a school yeah maybe. private tournaments maybe yeah. yeah but they were doing like if you win this amount of money it's not real money it's towards your college mm. so you have a scholarship money now so it, it's cool that it's been growing and stuff but it's nowhere near like sports and you know no yeah. i mean sports I mean, have been around forever yeah man. and i mean like you said everybody grows up wanting to be a professional baseball basketball football player but i think it does come back down to the idols man and that said i really think it's cool that i i know because i've I hear it. Dude, you, as weird as it might be for you, you are that for a lot of people, younger and older than you, which is which is awesome. Like, what do you think about that? Do you like that? Do you not like that? Well, people looking up to me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you inspiring people and I helping always, them understand uh, the industry. I always tell them, don't look up to me. Look up to someone else better, you know? Mm. So it's kind of like humble. I mean, I'm kind of humble. And like, when I obviously, uh, I'm better than, you know, some people out there, but also like there's Most a lot. people out there? There's a lot of better people out there you can look up to that's not, you know, that's not like me. Stuff like that. Because I just grew up in a small town, you know. All yeah. I know is small town life. And at the end of the day, I'm just lucky enough to be a gamer. But, like, if you look up the Ninja, you know, Ninja has the businesses. And he has, like, more experience in terms of whatever. But, you know, if you look up to me, great. You know, I try my best, but no promises. Dude, I think, and I, I, I appreciate the humility attached to that. But, I mean, 
you being from a small town in my mind makes it even harder to make it because you don't have people around here doing it. You don't have people around here to look up to, to game with, to give you advice. Like you had to find that. You had to, you yeah. made this on your own. Like this is self-made stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, there's people, I mean, there's always people that are trying to do it, but not on your level, yeah. you know, like obviously like say like if my, one of my friends hit me up to you, yo, let's play this tournament. It's kind of hard to like say no, cause you suck. You know, <laughs> I can't just say, no, you suck. I'm not doing it. Or like, no, you don't do whatever. But at the end of the day, it's like, I think they know, like, you got to find your level, find your, you know, critique of like, how are you going to play in this and that? And you can do it. There's a lot of people out here. They're willing to try to do, but you just got to be the best, you know, at your level. But yeah. Like, like you said before, like, if you like look up to people and, you know, look up to me in a sense, like I can give you advice, but you know, I can only give you so much. What was the saying? Like the horse, you can lead a horse uh, to water. You can't drink it. Yes. No, I yes, can give you so much like advice in the world about what my success is, but you got to yeah, find your own path. And yeah you know, do your own stuff. You can't just like leech off people, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think too, it's like what worked for you might not work for somebody else. Exactly. And there's exactly. some things that they can draw from you and like take from you and like learn from you. But at the same time, their path is different. You know, they're maybe at a different place in life. Maybe they're not naturally as good, but yeah. I, I want to point this out because you said this earlier and I, I want to dissect this a little bit. And this will be the last thing that I ask, but uh, before I, <laughs> throw it back to you but it's been awesome bro talking That's about been it great. yeah i appreciate you bro uh obsession yeah obsession man like this let's just take gaming out of it let's take marketing agency out of it let's take tattoo booty whatever out of it yeah clothing line real estate obsession for anything like yep. people obsession has such a negative word to people who aren't willing to put it in mm -hmm. but obsession to people who get it Oh man, like that gets my blood boiling yes. a little bit. I'm like, let's go, you yeah. know? And it's it's motivating because I'm like, it's a competitive nature, I think, that comes out in people sometimes naturally. If you got it, you got it, you don't, you don't. But I, I guess I wanna I wanna talk to you a little bit about this like obsession. You know, a lot of people can view that as unhealthy. A lot of people can view that as maybe um, I don't know, mis misguided or unbalanced, but usually those are the people who aren't seeing the amount of success you've seen too. Yeah. What's your Very take, sure. man? What's your take? I think, I think at the end of the day, there's a quote out there. It's like obsession always beats talent. You mm -hmm. know, you can be talented, but like if you, you know, if you have it, you have it. Like I'm talented, whatever. I play one once time a day. But if you're an obsessed player playing eight times, you know, eight times a day, eight times a week, whatever, he's going to beat you over time. Like the months and months are going to catch, catch up. Yeah. But obsession could be unhealthy. Like you said before, it's just like you need to find a balance. Like if, if I play video games, I can't play 14 hours a day. It would just fry my brain to the point where I'm just like losing it. <laughs> but if I keep on playing 14 hours a day because I'm obsessed with it, it turns into like a like a drug in a sense where it's like I keep on playing this. Everyone knows it's like bad, but I keep on doing it and I'm obsessed. I need to find a gateway to get out and just, you know, just chill and stuff like that. But obsession, like I said, you, you need to find a healthy balance. And I think it's, it's good for you, but it also could be really bad. But overall, I, I think obsess, obsession always beats talent. I love 100%. that, dude. That's powerful. And I, I agree with it. I do agree with that because eventually it's going to catch up, right? The hard work is yeah. going to catch up. And I also think this too, man, like obsession comes from a place of I have a reason to be obsessed. It's not mm -hmm. just like, oh, this seems cool and fun. I'm going to do it. No, usually obsession comes from a deep-rooted motivation. Yeah. Like like you said, like, hey, I want this money. I want to exactly. make this money. Or, hey, I want to be the best. This is I have a driving force that's pushing me to – work harder than anybody else is working, put more time into it, reinvest my money into it, yeah. act as if, behave 
in a way that nobody else is willing to behave mm-hmm. because I want what I want so badly. Exactly. And if you've seen that success, then you're more obsessed with it than the others. It's compound, man. Literally. And it's a snowball effect. Yeah. It's like a, a friend hit me up last night. He called me. He was like, yo, I don't know what to do with my money. I, I need to invest it. I want to do something. I know you invested. What do you do? Like he was talking about Airbnbs, whatnot. And I've seen the success in the Airbnb business. And like I've seen money. I've seen hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know. Just right there in front of my face, do whatever. And that just gives me a motivation. I'm mm. obsessed with it. And I try to, you know, try to tell, like, if friends hit me up, I'll give you all of the keys that you need, you know, in terms of credit cards, in terms of saving your money, investing money, and also what to do to how to make money. Mm. I can give you everything, but you can't do it if you don't, you know, if you don't want it bad enough. Yes. Friend hit me up. He was like, yo, I don't know what to do. I got a car. I want a new car. I got like 30 grand. I was just going to gamble it. I was like, okay, here, here's the thing. If I was you, I would stack up cash make some money, uh, invest it like six months. Well, the house market's kind of crazy right now, but wait till, wait till you find a good house. You, I'll do long-term renting because you're young. You're not going to do Airbnbs because there's a lot of backstore work with Airbnbs. Yep. It's just whatever. Airbnbs make more, but it's also a ton of more work. Just buy a house, long-term rent it to a family, whatever. You make cash on the side, so have your job, sell the car. Cars don't really mean much right now. You're like 19. Who cares, right? He's like, he agreed with everything, whatever. I was like, that's success. Like, get also get a credit card. I told him everything. Credit, like, yep. that's how that's how you get the money. That's how you get freedom. Freedom, every, every I mean, I think everyone's goal in life should be freedom. Come and on in terms now. of like whatever. And I, I, I told him that. He was like, all right. And my cousin works with him. He just told me the other day that he bought a new car. Like, so all that stuff I told you, he even agreed to it. He just buys a new car. He bought a BMW and sold his old one. All right, whatever. <laughs> Damn. You know, I'll be driving only Lamborghini in Defiance, you know, and whatever. <laughs> I, I can't make you have it. So <laughs> that's <laughs> so, motivation, though, man. And, and 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 unfortunately, listen, man, I have similar calls to you in that <laughs> situation all the time. And I used to get so frustrated. Like, why did you call me if you didn't actually want to use my advice? First of all, exactly. And second, why of you all, wasting my time? Why why are you wasting my time? And with that, do you realize what you just did to yourself? So when yeah. you put yourself in debt, first of all, buying a new car, unless you're buying it outright, first of all, if you've got 30K, you're not buying a BMW outright. Now you <laughs> owe on the BMW. Exactly. Okay. So 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 that's not an asset. Interest. It's a liability. There's interest and compounding. Yeah, that's that's silly, man. But at the same time, you still got to pick up the phone every time you call. Advice yep. this time. Hey, dude, remember last time I gave you, you went exactly. that stupid BMW? Yeah. But you know, no, no, no. I, I, you still got to pick up, though. You still got to be there for them. Those are your exactly. people. Exactly. Your yeah. people. So. Yeah. When I was dumb enough, I bought a Camaro. I bought it for 35 grand outright. You know, wrote a check. I, I bought it in South Dakota. This was my first time. So I was, I'm actually very smart with my money in terms of like being young. You know, I'm like yeah. 16, 17, have 100 grand in the bank. My dad was like, hey, if I was your age, I'd be going through it. I'm like, nah, I want to save it. He's like, yeah, it's smart, whatever. Like, you know, I'm here for you. We set bank accounts, business accounts, whatever. Got an LLC and, you know, taxes. Screw tax. Oh, you know, we'll I paid too much. Podcast yeah, literally, about taxes, bro. So dumb. But yeah, I bought a Camaro and then I sold it recently for car market kind of get went up in price and with the chips or whatnot. Bought it for 35, sold it for 40. And I loved the car and I had the money to, it's paid off, you know, loved it. And I just sold it because, you know, Camaro is just like, it's wasting money. I don't really drive a whole lot game almost, you know, the whole time during the day. If I'm going to drive, I'm going to take five minutes to the gym. Five minutes back, and that's about it. So why own a Camaro? So I just yeah. sold it, and I just have like a point A, point B car for now. But now obviously I got to flex, and hopefully I get a Tesla soon or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I want te- what kind of Tesla you want? Though? I want the Cybertruck. Ah, really? Up, yeah. I have never heard anybody say really? that, but I agree with you. Bro. I like it. It's different. Yeah, yeah. What do you drive now? Uh, just uh, my dad's old Impala. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. My first ever car was more rust than paint, like Cavalier. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Cavalier. Yeah. <laughs> I graded to the palette. Now it's point A to point B for a little while. Like I said, like you can like I don't know why people judge you either for the cars you drive. They judge me. I have you know, I don't want flex, but like I have hundreds yeah. of thousands in the bank. <laughs> I'm driving this. You're driving th- a newer car. You own on it. You know, yeah. whatever. We have the same exact house. You have a terrible financial and i have a better financial yep, just yep. because of cars you drive and that's it, just cars it's out, okay so as as an american society we are obsessed with outward facing assets like in and what i mean by that is not even assets but just variables like cars change clothes oh, shoes all this stuff and it's a rat race but it's funny because i wouldn't say this for everybody but a lot of people when they do find success it all just stops they don't yeah. need to be this that and They're the other people because they are that you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds like you're there, man, which I applaud you, brother. I respect you. I appreciate you. <laughs> Follow this man on, uh, what's your handle? Reverse Just 2K? Re- yeah, on everything. Yeah. On everything. Reverse 2K. Anything you want to plug or talk about, man? No, I don't, like I said, I, I just do, I don't really, I don't like plugging anything. I don't like, you know, just doing this. Dude, I actually felt bad. You DM'd me like a week ago on Instagram. Yeah. And, uh, I was like, I, I didn't even see it. Yeah, you, left me, see- you left me, you left me sitting there for a week. My bro. bad. I, I didn't even <laughs> see good. it. I was like. I was like, man, I don't know. I, I just scrolled through my Instagram DMs. Like, oh, this guy DM me. Oh, this is the guy from my dad's shop. Yeah. Oh, he wants me on a podcast. It's a week later. It's like, oh, I feel so bad. <laughs> You're good, bro. But I accepted it. And like, here we go. You know, and I accepted it because like, obviously you work with my dad. You have his back. He has yours and stuff like that. And I just, so I never did a podcast in forever. So like, I might as well hop on. And yeah. it's locally too. I only yeah. did, um, I don't even know if I did one locally before. It's this always been local podcast. I think so. Let's go. And also Stamp in it. person too. Yeah. Yeah. Usually it's just online, like stuff like that, but word yeah man well it's been listen, cool I'm, I'm i like it same bro i appreciate you coming man it's Anytime. been fun talking it's crazy i didn't know much about the industry and i wanted to ask you you know face to face and got a lot of respect for you man and yeah. what you've done and also the Thank inspiration you. you provided for the community man so i try keep doing i, mean, I got a doing. ton more stories but yeah yeah i guess what we'll do you want to go you want to you want to hit it what right you now? The story right now. You want to hit part two another time? So we can hit part two another. There's too many stories. Okay, word, word, word. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. We out.